It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. All right, we want to greet everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus. So grateful to the Lord to be able to come before you and continue uh, to share with you the things that the uh, Lord have uh, laid on our hearts to share. Um, so we have been talking about do unto others, uh, what the Scripture tells us in the Word of God, uh, doing unto others basically as you would have them to do unto you. And I think there's a, a very important concept. Now, one thing that you you have to uh, uh, notice concerning our spiritual walk in, in the things of God is that uh, we don't get it all at the same time. And what I mean is uh, we have to be able to grow from one thing to the next. The Bible calls it growing, uh, going from glory to glory. And so... Uh, a lot of times you in the word of God you you can read a few things uh, read a set of scriptures and it and the Lord keeps talking and you may wonder what does one thing have to do with the other and uh, so if you have the Bible let's go again uh, to the sixth chapter of the book of Luke and we're going to start reading at verse 20 and uh, so because we want you to uh, get an understanding of what we're talking about how we go from glory to glory and a lot of times, you know, like one scripture may not seem like uh, it has anything to do with the other as far as in, in the same uh, group of scriptures. Uh, in other words, in the same message that the Lord is teaching. Uh, but a lot of times what he's doing is he's transcending uh, from one glory to the next. To, and and if, you're, if you're led by the Holy Spirit, you can see the connection there. So we're going to show you just something just real briefly in this. Uh, and, and we'll start reading in verse 20, in the sixth chapter of the book of Luke, verse 20. It says, and he lifted up his eyes on his disciples. Now, that, that you have to make that clear. I, I, I love that about the word of God, that it, taught, it tells you when he's talking to his disciples. Now, in other words, these are people that are already committed to following him. And unfortunately, I'm going to just lay it out there. There are a lot of people in church who are church people but are not disciples. Because disciples follow uh, the example of their master. And, and that's what we are called to do uh, as believers is to follow the Lord's example. You see that? And what he has laid out for us. So look at verse 20. It says, And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be filled. Blessed are ye that weep now, for ye shall laugh. Blessed are ye. When men shall hate you, now he's talking to his disciples. When men shall hate you, now we have to point this out. He said, blessed are ye when men shall hate you. You see that? 
naturally so. That don't seem like there's a blessing about that. That don't seem like that's a blessing uh, when men hate us, you see. That's natural, so. But we, if we are disciples of Jesus Christ, uh, um, we have to learn to think the way that he thinks and see things the way that he sees it. You see that? Blessed are ye when men shall hate you. And not, listen, this comes by faith. In other words, uh, a lot of things that the Lord said don't make sense to the natural mind, especially because we've all been raised a certain way, and we think the blessing is when people like us. Or when people love us. But Jesus said, blessed are you when men shall hate you. Look what he says. And when they shall separate you from their company. Now, the question is this to you believers and some of you members of this ministry. Have the folks that you ran with in the world, have people that have worldly minds that you were around, have they separated you from their company? You, you notice that you... It don't say for you to separate from their company. It's saying, have they separated you from their company? In other words, are you living such a holy standard in your life that people who are not like-minded don't really want to be around you? You see that? that, that, that in other words, you're, the holiness on the inside of you shines a light on the darkness. You see that? Now, that, that's a gauge for us, and we need to pay attention to that. If you're still attracted to are corner-minded people and worldly people and people and those worldly people are still attracted to you, then there's something wrong with your walk with the Lord. Now, I can just guarantee you that. See that. There's something wrong. So he says, blessed are ye when men shall hate you and when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. In other words, they will speak evil of you. He tells us, Blessed are, we are blessed when that's the case. When you're being talked about in spiritual, concerning spiritual matters, people bringing a reproach on your name and bring, and you are reproached to them, and they're casting out your name as evil. In other words, speaking evil of you for the son of man's sake. You see that? He says you're blessed when that takes place. And he didn't say for you to internalize it and, and woe is me about it. He said, you're blessed. Now, that's that's the Lord talking to you. Look at what he says, to, tells for us to do. Rejoice ye in that day. Now, I want you to notice we're still talking about this, what we've been talking about the last few days, do unto others. And he tells us to rejoice in that day. Are we rejoicing? Now, we have to obey this. Are we rejoicing? You know, I... I'm telling you, we have to have the mindset that these things, when we are sold out to God, that these things, you know, uh, being hated, uh, being separated, being reproached, and being talked about in a bad way, those things, they come with the territory. Now, it's time out for all of this, you know, feeling, quote, unquote, some type of way about that stuff. The Lord tells us what type of way to feel about it. He says rejoice. You see that? He says rejoice. You see that? He, look at what he says. Rejoice ye in that day and do what? Leap for joy. Why? For behold, your reward is great in heaven. You know what that means? Why, what does a reward in heaven have to do with being talked about? 
do you get a special notch in your crown in heaven because you've been talked about? I want to make the connection there. Like, does, does heaven look at you and say, oh, okay, so these people hate you, so let me, you know, I'm going to make it up for you when you get to, I'm going to make it up to you when you get to heaven. And I'm going to give you all this great reward just because they were talking about you. Let me explain what this really has to do with what this is talking about. If the devil has people talking bad about you, if the devil has people hating you, uh, casting out your name as evil, and you have become a reproach to people, if the devil is, if you are on the devil's radar like that, it is because the devil understands that you have a task in this earth to do, and he's trying to use these people to discourage you. And that's why your reward is great, not because of people talking about you as much as it is um, the, the, the calling that you have, the, the assignment that you have. That's what, that's what the real attack is. That's what, your, that's what the attack is geared towards. And even if you don't understand all of the assignment and even if you don't know all the details, the devil knows, and so he got the, these people trying to discourage you trying to make you think that something is wrong with you. And so the reward isn't great because you're being talked about, because you're being hated, because you're being reproached, because you're being separated. The reward is great because the, the, the people talking about you, people hating you, and people uh, uh, reproaching you, the reward is great because those things are connected to your assignment. Now, you have to know when you have an assignment from God, from, from the throne of God himself, then you have to know that the devil knows about it. And, and, and so this is his method of attack to get you to doubt what you, what the Lord have laid on your heart, you see. But why? Because if everybody's coming against it, then maybe I need to question whether or not I'm right. No, that's your indication that you're on the right road. If people, especially when you look at the fruit, look at the fruit of people. I don't mind worldly people talking about me. I don't mind worldly people hating me. That to, to me, that comes with the territory. You see that? I don't. And, and just to be upfront with you, I would start to think something was wrong if these things were not going on. If I wasn't being hated, if I wasn't being separated, if I wasn't being a reproach, if I wasn't being talked bad about. Then I need to check myself and figure out, well, okay, so what's wrong? But these, these worldly people, even if they in church, now I'm, I'm talking about worldly people. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not talking about sold-out believers. I'm talking about folks, they, they may be, and most of the time it's going to be people, you know what I found? It's people who are deceived. The, the, most of the people that have got something to say, they're in church. They're in church. They're, but they're not sold out to the Lord. You can look at the fruit of their lives and see. No, you're not. You're not sold out to God. You know, though. You know, and, and it's those people that do the most talking. It's those people that hate. People out in the world is kind of odd. It's the oddest thing that there are people who don't have anything to do with church, but they can they can see better. Spiritually so, and got more spiritual sense than somebody that's in church that's faking. There, I have gotten more encouragement <laughs> from people who have nothing to do with church. Oh yeah, God's telling you to do that. You move forward. Don't worry about you know. 
more encouragement from people that have nothing at all to do with church than, you know, than I have from people that are in church who are backslidden or in church but not of God. Because they're a whole, listen, I, I can tell you there are so many people who attend church on a regular basis and they, and don't have anything to do with God. All they want is religion. And these are the people that persecute. I want you to think about something. In the book of Galatians, Paul talks about those two brothers, Isaac and Ishmael. And he says that the, the, that the, the son of, the, of, of faith, in other words, the son of the promise, the, the, the one that was born of the promise, is going to always be persecuted by the son of the flesh. Notice, both of them are sons, born to the same father, but only one of them was of faith. These represent the two church people, those that are sold out to God walking by faith and those that are trying to follow God through works. In other words, I'm going to go to church, but I'm, and I'm going to be okay just because I'm attached to a church. That's, that was Ishmael's uh, uh, mindset. My father is Abraham. He, he screamed the same thing uh, that the Pharisees and that the Israelites screamed when the Lord came here correcting them according to faith. We're the children of Abraham. What's that got to do with salvation, see? And you say, well, I'm Baptist, or I'm Methodist, or I'm, I go to church, and I, okay, so how is your relationship with God? None of that matters. God don't care what church you're going to. He cares about you having a relationship with him. See? And so this is where the persecution, that's what throws many believers off because they think, well, if, if folks in the church are speaking bad things and folks who, are, who claim to have been following God for so long uh, are separating me and things like that, then maybe what's wrong with me? Ain't nothing wrong. Look at the fruit of the person that's speaking. What, what, how has God changed them? What has going to church done for them? You see that? Have their lives changed? Are they still in the same boat that they were in before? If they're still in the, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. You cannot be a follower of God sincerely and God not change you. If you are a follower of God, God is going to change you and you are going to become a son or a daughter of God. You're going to look like him. Your, your actions are going to change. And so you got a lot of people going to church whose actions have not changed. They're still the same old junk they were when they when they started their religious, you know, when they started their their religious ride. And that's all a lot of people got is just religion. They, they you know, that's all they have is religion. No, no change, no nothing. That's why the Lord said, by their fruit, you shall know them. If I'm looking at your fruit and I know it's not matching up with that of the Holy Spirit and you still manifesting the works of the flesh, it don't bother me when you when you talk. It don't bother me when you when you spew hatred and you you hate me. That to me that comes. I, I thank you for letting me know that. I sure do. I appreciate it. I appreciate when the devil lets me know I'm on his radar. You see that? <laughs> now, I I don't. I feel bad for the people. You know, I, I feel bad for the people. Uh, who find themselves in this in, in doing these things. 
because I know what condition they're in. But at the same time, I rejoice because I know this comes with the territory. Being hated comes with the territory. You know, it's people that don't even know me that hate me. They they know of me. But, you know, I don't even dwell in that place. I pray for the souls of people. I pray like, Lord, if they hate your servant, then that means I know that they hate you. That, that You know, because I know I'm not crazy. I know I'm sent by God. And so I know if people hate me for the cause of Christ, then I know that there's something wrong with them, and I pray for them. I ask the Lord to to help them. You see that? Because I'm going to tell you something. God don't have stepchildren. And God don't have stepchildren. So what what do I mean? God's, all of God's family love one another. And it's not one. God don't have one servant over here hating on another one of his servants over there. They all, all of God's servants get along. You see that? So God don't have, that's what I mean when I say God don't have stepchildren. If we are bonded by Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ, if we are made in the same body and, and have become partakers of him, then we, we love one another. And I know that when somebody, hey, I, I am convinced 100% that I'm sent by the Lord, and I know that when somebody has an issue with me, the issue really isn't with me as much as it is the God that I serve. You see that? So it lets me know where they are uh, spiritually. So I know the real issue is with the Lord. You see that? That the people, why do people, do, you know, how can somebody hate me that don't know me? All they do is they, they tune in and they hear me preach. And so so then I know, so they really hate the word because they don't know me personally to hate me. So if, 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 if them tuning into the word gets under their skin, then I know that God's not living on the inside of them because if God is living on the inside of you, you can't help but to love his word, even if it makes you uncomfortable. You see that? And so this tells us in verse 23, to rejoice ye in that day, and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven, for in the like manner did their fathers unto who? The prophets. Now, you may wonder, what did all of this, what we just read here, have to do with what we read in verse 31? Let's go down to verse 31 now. It says, and as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. What does one have to do with the other? If I am focused on self, now what the law was doing was showing us the in the beginning of this message, what we started reading in, in chapter in uh, verse twenty, the law was showing us the next glory that we're supposed to obtain, and then but then he shows us he moves down, and when we get to verse thirty one, and he and we read that, and as ye what that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. He's showing us the previous glory. The previous glory is take yourself out of the situation and do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. Treat people right. Now, in other words, if somebody's coming against you in any way, if they hate you, reproaching you, separating their company, you from that company, they're speaking bad about you, if you don't have the mindset to do unto others as you would have them to do unto you, then you can't do what he tells you to do in verse 23 and rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy. 
Everybody see that? You you can't accept in verse twenty two that you're blessed when you're hated for the for the cause of Christ. Everybody see. In other words, if you have a mind, if you don't have the mind to do unto others as as you would have them to do unto you. In other words, to treat people right, even when they're mistreating you. If you don't have that mindset, then you then you won't be able to accept the fact that you're blessed when people hate you. You won't be able to accept the fact that you need to be rejoicing and leaping for joy in that manner. You see that? And so it, so you see the progression there, how the Lord starts off at the end and then moves backwards to show you, that. but this is what you have to be. This is the mindset you have to have. If you're going to rejoice, if you're going to leap for joy, if you're going to realize that you're blessed, the first thing you have to do is rip, is is have the mindset of treating people right even when they mistreat you. Loving your enemies. In other words, you if you love them, then you can rejoice. Why? Because if you if you don't love the way that God intends for you to love, if you can if you are returning evil for evil, it won't even enter your mind that you're blessed. That's what makes you return evil for evil. You see that? So you see how you have to go your mind has to accept the fact that you need to people right, even when they're mistreating you, that you need to love people that hate you. You know, you need to love your enemies. Your mind won't even be able to comprehend that you're blessed. You will make a victim out of yourself because people are hating you behind you serving the Lord. See? And so from there, what, what's the next step? Retaliation, you see? If, if, if you don't, if you don't accept, uh, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. If you don't accept that as as doctrine, if you don't accept that, and that's not sown in your spirit, man, so that you can produce the fruit of that, then you will think you will walk around sad, like, "What is me? People don't like me, and I, you know, all your your motivation will be wrong." In other words. So you see what we're talking about—that connection there, that that God takes us from glory to glory. You see that—that that, that you don't think it's strange, and you know that that people hate you, that that and letting you know that you know that's the thing you know. And a lot of us we don't want to deal with that. We only want to deal with the good. Well, listen, according to the word, that is the good. That that is the good. You see that if if you know. Um, notice here, look at verse 26. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. Now, flesh want all men to speak well of us. But the Lord says, woe unto you. In other words, take heed. Something is wrong, and you need to check that. Isn't that sad that people want to be celebrated? That, That people, we all, you know, that people want all men to speak well of us? I don't want the devil to speak well of me. You know, you ever notice that even in the Bible, when when the devil says tells the Lord, "I know who you are, the Son of the Most High," what did the Lord say? Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, keep praising me. And he said, "Hold your peace. I don't want praise from you." You see that? I don't want you around here preaching on my behalf or who I am. You see that? The Lord knew where that was going, and so that is supposed to be our mindset. You see that? So you see, we have to go from glory to glory. We have to accept one thing and really get that down before we can rejoice. We wouldn't rejoice. We wouldn't leap for joy. We wouldn't think we were blessed 
if we didn't know how to treat people that hated us, if we had the wrong mindset about it, you see that? If we had the wrong mindset, then it would only, if you have the wrong mindset here, then when you get further down the road, your mindset is going to even be further off. You see that? That's the way it operates. Look, think about it this way. So you're on the road, you, you uh, and you're going to a certain place, and you're following a GPS, and uh, maybe you've printed out some directions, and you make one wrong turn. You make one wrong turn. You make a left instead of a right. But then you think, well, you know what, but I'm going to follow the, the directions from here on out. I'm going to go a mile and then take, take a left and then drive five and a half miles and, and then take a right. Your one wrong turn will set the rest of your course off. You can follow the rest of it to the T. You'll end up on, on, on the other side of the state somewhere trying to follow directions after you've made one wrong turn. So what does the GPS do? It tells us you, if you ever notice when you – following the GPS and you make a wrong turn, it tries to get you back on track. And so now the course have changed a little bit now because we got to get you back to where you made the wrong turn at. And that's the way the God's word is. If you do not love them that hate you, if you do not uh, do unto others as you would, as you would have them to do unto you, then everything else will be thrown off. Your mindset about being hated, will be off. You see that? Your 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 mindset about being talked about will be off. You see? And so we have to accept that. Do it. We have to make up our minds. We're going to do it to others. In other words, because if you don't do that, in other words, if you don't have the capability of treating people right that are mistreating you, in other words, doing unto others as you would have them to do unto you, if you don't have that right, then your mind won't be right about being blessed. You, you won't think that's a blessing. And the Bible makes it clear we're supposed to consider that a blessing. We can go. Let's go real briefly to the, to the fifth chapter of the book of Acts. We're going to start reading real, real quick. Uh, we're going to start reading at verse... Uh, Verse 17. It says, Then the high priest rose up, and all they that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation. That's talking about uh, indignation concerning what was going on with people being healed at Jerusalem. Verse 18. And laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors, and brought them forth and said, Go, stand, and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard that, they entered into the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest came, and they that were with him, and called the council together, and the senate of the children of Israel, and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came and found them not in the prison, they returned and told, saying, The prison truly found we shut with all safety, and the keeper standing without before the doors. But when we had opened, we found no man within. Now when the high priest and the captain of the temple and the chief priest heard these things, they doubted of them whereunto this would grow. Then came one and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple teaching and teaching the people. See that? See what their attitude was? So they were, they were put in prison from doing, for doing the work of God. And then the angel came and set them free and told them, go stand in the temple and teach the people the, the ways of this life, in other words. 
and they went right in that temple early in the morning and began to teach. They didn't say, well, you know what, let us hide out first. We need to be under the radar. Let's not make such a big deal. And, and if you're not careful, you can have that same mindset that the devil would send people to persecute you. And if you're not careful, you will back down in your Christian walk and feel like, you know what, I, I guess I just need to be quiet for a little bit. I, I, I don't want to make that much noise. You see that? But no one did, one did the angel of the Lord say, go and, and go continue to preach the ways of this life in, in public. In other words, God does not intend for you to be a closet Christian, you see that? All right. Let's go and keep reading. So verse 26, then went the captain with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people lest they should have been stoned. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest asked them, saying, did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in his name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than man. Now that that is supposed to be our mindset, obeying God rather than men. Now, you may say, Well, you know, I don't know anybody who's telling me to disobey God. But you know when they hate you, when they persecute you, when they speak bad about you, that's really their aim is to get you to disobey God. In other words, it's really witchcraft when people make it known to you that they have a problem with you, that they hate you, that they don't like you for whatever reason, that they are, and they're talking about you. It's really to control your actions. All right, so in the next group of verses here, uh, we see uh, how the apostles basically the, the minister, um, basically tells the, the council there, look, let's leave these men alone because if it's not of God, it won't last. But if it be of God, you won't be able to overthrow it. So then, they, so verse forty, uh, it says, and to him they agreed. Talking about Gamaliel, to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them. They commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing. Why were they rejoicing? Now, this tells us why we are to rejoice. Why? That they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. When they were beaten, they didn't say, woe is me. You know, these people don't like me. I'm just trying to help them, and I'm trying to get them to have a relationship with God? No. <laughs> they, were, they were beaten, and when they left that place, they rejoiced. Why? Because they were counted worthy to suffer. Shame for his name. Verse 42, and daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach. In other words, they were not discouraged from serving God because they had people hating them. They knew that came with the ter- territory. Now, if you don't accept that, that persecution comes with the territory, that being talked about, being hated, comes with the territory, you will not be able to treat people right who are mistreating you. You will not be able to treat people right who hate you, who are casting out your name as evil, who are separating you from their company. You won't be able to to to... to uh, rejoice, your mindset will be different, you see that? And so the Lord wants us to have his mind. Do unto others as we would have them to do unto us. And listen, 
that's without compromise. We can serve God with our whole heart and not care what anybody has to say about it and still treat people right. Let's not do what other people do unto us. Let's do unto others as we would have them to do unto us. In other words, let's let's follow God's word at any cost. Love our enemies. You see that? Pray for them. Let's do those things, and we'll be the sons and daughters of God. Amen. We want to say thank you all for joining us today. We pray that something was said that had been a blessing to you, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you, and we also look forward to sharing more of God's word with you in the future. Have a blessed day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.